the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hump day. <laughs> it is hump day. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm not ready though, as the intro says. Better get ready. I don't feel ready. Uh, I, I I I didn't have time to. I rushed in here tonight. Didn't have time to grab a donut on the way here, so I was forced to grab a bag of toxic chips on the way up, which left me just completely discombobulated. Um, I don't particularly like cheddar and sour cream. Uh, I like a donut, okay? And then on top of it, I went and got my hair did today. I sat in Miss Monica's happy chair for hair, and then I left my earbuds at home, and now I got to wear the muffs. So if you're watching on the Facebook Live, uh, yeah, that's that's um, the reason why you're looking at me looking. Uh, uh, Roger that, Andrea. You're clear to land. <laughs> yeah, I need to be. You need to be doing this, giving me like the hand motions, landing on the runway. All right. Well, we are going to land. Uh, this plane tonight, we got some amazing uh, information to share with you guys. We have a bombshell, a bombshell revelation out of the FBI. And I don't use that word very often. I don't at all. I, you know, I like to think that I'm, I, I don't go. I, I'm very passionate. I like to share my beliefs strongly. And in the way, the only way that I know how I came out the womb like this. Um, but I don't think that I oversell. I don't think I use adjectives like that. I don't think I go the route of being hyperbolic. I might use an extreme analogy. Sometimes if I do go the route of being hyperbolic, I tell you that I am to make a point. It's not my, it's not something that I do to sensationalize, to try to get clicks, to try to get people to turn in the show. So when I tell you we got a bombshell coming out of the FBI, we got a bombshell coming out of the FBI, and that's probably why you're not seeing it or hearing it really anywhere else. But I'm going to share it with you guys because everybody needs to know what's happening here. Um, we're going to share that with you. What we don't need to know, we, did we really need Joe Biden to come to the microphone to tell us that he's all well? I don't recall my man here. I, well, I might, before I ask this question, I might as well just bring you in and, and introduce you. By the way, if you're just tuning in, this is the Andrea K Show. Dynamite and address busting through the hype, the hyperbole. And the hypocrisy every night of the week here. The call-in number is 888-344-1170. We're streaming live on the Answer Facebook, the uh, Answer San Diego Facebook page. And we're glad to have you join us tonight. We've got Financial Thought Doctor coming up later on the show uh, to help us get to the truth of this non-recession recession. And then we've got George Keneal, who wrote the book uh, From From Queer to Christ, who's going to be here to talk about the latest on the LBGTQ. Um, but I've got to, I've got to pose a question to my man, so I got to go ahead and introduce him here. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only DJ Potato Skins. And the message said, DJ Potato Skins. What is the question? I don't recall after Donald Trump was diagnosed with the COVID. I don't recall him coming and doing a press conference 
trying to brag about how he handled COVID any better than anybody else. No, he did it. He got through and he went back to work. Right. So it was, uh, so, it, but it, so it was baffling to see Joe Biden come out. But then uh, the reality. Warrior Biden. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So uh, he came out and gave a speech today, which at first seemed odd for what was the purpose of it. If he's well, he didn't need to give a speech. And then it was clear that he was trying to distract from all the issues of the day. And so we're going to play some of those clips because um, the VAERS reports uh, came out this past Friday. Uh, the uh, vaccine. Um, I can't remember what the acronym stands for. Adverse events reporting system uh, so we've got that so stay tuned uh, for that information okay so you longtime Andrea Acacia listeners know that I was saying back early into the Trump administration don't don't write off what happened to Michael Flynn as a one-off don't think that because it was oh yeah Mike Pence who wanted him fired it was Mike Pence remember for later on the show Remember, we'll circle back. Remember, it was Mike Pence that wanted Mike, Mike Flynn fired. It was Mike Pence who, who leaked to the media that Mike Flynn had lied to him. I said at the time, I supported Mike Flynn at the time. I said he was railroaded even before we knew the details. I warned America. I said, we pay, pay attention to this. Do not think that this general had done something wrong. Don't think for a second he wasn't railroaded. Because if, if he goes down, we're all going to be Michael Flynn. We're all going to be Michael Flynn. And one of the reasons why I lost some conservative friends in media on January 6th, and quite frankly, there's some people in conservative media I won't listen to again because of their overreact, overreactions on January 6th, the hysteria. We have a national, there's a national radio show host who said the first time he ever screamed on air was when he saw a man put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. That man supposedly, allegedly is a conservative. I I could see how the left was going to use this for power, was going to use this. How can you not see this play out after the after the years of what we had discovered that went on with the Obama administration weaponizing the FBI and the Department of Justice to persecute and prosecute anybody in Trump's orbit simply because they shared an opposing view? Then there was Crossfire Hurricane. There was the phony Russian collusion witch hunt of which the Republicans, everybody knew on day one that there was no evidence, no evidence whatsoever that Trump had colluded with the Russians. And they all knew it. But we got to get to the bottom of this investigation, right? For years, he was hamstrung. And we had all these conservatives in the media saying, oh, it's just a few at the top of the FBI. And I said, no, the entire organization is absolutely corrupt. If not, where are the whistleblowers? Then we got the intelligence community involved. Of course, they were involved from the beginning, partnering with the FBI and this corrupt DOJ, which included Trump, Trump administration officials, because these these supposed rhinos have their religion is power, just like the Democrats. And I was warning about the FBI. And so on January 6th, I was upset at all these conservatives overreacting because I said, stop it. You're feeding the monster because what's going to happen here is they are going to try to smear all 75 million MAGA voters as a bunch of extremists, as a bunch of terrorists, as a bunch of insurrectionists. We even had Mitch McConnell down on the floor of the Senate saying, oh, Trump started this. What part of peacefully walk up to the Capitol did you people not understand? We even have reports coming out that, yeah, Trump's claim that he had tried to get the um, 
There's the report right here before I get into my that Trump first ordered the National Guard to go to the Capitol four days before January 6th. Trump has done absolutely nothing wrong. And yet we've got the rhino establishment party piling on the fact that nobody was held accountable for the worse than Watergate scandal that went on with the Obama administration. And then subsequently, the FBI, as it continued on into the Trump administration with the weaponized DOJ, the illegal spying that went on, the weaponization against Americans only uh, only paved the way for it to get worse under a Biden administration. And every bit of it was about controlling elections. It was about trying to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton to install her in an election in 2016. And that if she didn't win and Trump did to set up a means to have him removed from office under a coup attempt. So, of course, they got away with all of it. Why wouldn't they continue to do it? To this, to, to this day, we don't know the degree to which the FBI and the DOJ played a part in the crimes that were committed on January 6th. We know that innocent people have been wrangled up and thrown in jail and denied bail. We know one of them who was facing six months in jail committed suicide yesterday, about to become a grandfather because of the persecution that he suffered. And all he did was walk in an open door, didn't touch a thing, took some pictures and left. But he was so persecuted, he killed himself. And who has he been persecuted by? The FBI. The Department of Injustice. The United States government. Chuck Grassley has been communicating with Christopher Wray reportedly since May asking questions. I guess there's been some whistleblowers that came forth. We mentioned it last night. Whistle, there, there were The initial reports about these whistleblowers was that they came forward and declared to Chuck Grassley that there had been an operation set up, not unlike Hillary Clinton's bimbo eruptions to deal with to deal with the women making credible claims against Bill Clinton of sexual assault, that they had set up kind of a war room to help cover up the crimes of, of Hunter Biden and to put it out as though it was Russian disinformation. But it gets even worse today. It gets even worse today as a letter from the House of Representatives to Christopher Wray, signed by Jim Jordan, states this. Dear Christopher Ray, I'm not going to read the whole letter. We continue to hear from brave whistleblowers. And by the way, didn't the left love whistleblowers? Did they continue to protect Eric Chimarella? Why are they not out in the media going, God bless these whistleblowers in the FBI. They need protection. We continue to hear from brave whistleblowers about disturbing conduct at the Federal Bureau of Investigation. From recent protected disclosures, we have learned that FBI officials are pressuring agents to reclassify cases as, quote, domestic violent extremism, even if the cases do not meet the criteria for such a classification. Given the narrative pushed by the Biden administration and domestic violent extremism as the, quote, greatest threat facing our country, the revelation that the FBI may be artificially padding domestic terrorism data is scandalous. Think about that. Christopher Ray and Millie from the DOD, Merrick Garland setting up the counterterrorism force to investigate parents that speak up at school board meetings. Domestic terrorism, greatest threat this country faces. And they're all white supremacists too, right? The FBI, the letter goes on, the FBI defines a domestic violent extremist, DVE, as an individual based and operating primarily within the United States or its territories without direction or inspiration from a foreign terrorist group or other foreign power who seeks to further political or social goals wholly or in part through unlawful acts of force or violence. According to you and other Biden administration officials, investigations into DVEs has in, have increased, quote, significantly. 
In June 2021, you testified that the FBI has, quote, a very, very active domestic terrorism investigation program and that you, quote, had doubled the amount of domestic terrorism investigations. A.G. Garland has repeated this talking point, stating that, quote, the number of open FBI domestic terrorism investigations this year has increased significantly. Here's where it gets really scary. New whistleblower disclosures made by multiple FBI employees from different field offices indicate that the Biden administration's narrative may be misleading. We have received accusations that FBI agents are bolstering the number of cases of DVEs to satisfy their superiors. One of the takeaways from that is shame on Hannity. I'm going to call him out. And any of these in conservative media that continuing to push that it's only a few people at the top. This is multiple field field agents offices around it was it was multiple field field agencies and offices around the country that were involved in phony uh kidnapping plots there were october surprises meant to do what control the outcome of the elections but to think that they're bumping up numbers of domestic dve cases now why would they be doing that but to continue the false narrative that what happened on January 6th was all MAGA people. That's the definition of a DVE. The DVEs are growing and they're the greatest threat to this country. This is the proof that this is the U.S. government the uni, uni, with the uniparty system, the uniparty system, the Republicans, establishment Republicans and Democrats wanting to get rid of 75 million MAGA voters. If they could round us all up and throw us in jail as domestic violence extremists, they would. And this is part of the plan to do it. To continue to lie. This is no different than them pumping up the COVID numbers, right? Where they tell you that everybody who, somebody who fell off a ladder and tested positive for COVID died from COVID. They got to pump the numbers up. They got to feed the false narrative to you. It goes on to say, for example, one whistleblower explained that because agents are not finding enough DVE cases, they are encouraged and incentivized to reclassify cases as DVE cases, even though there is minimal circumstantial evidence to support the classification. So they've actually set up, they've actually set up um, awards, dispense awards and promotions. Awards is basically like a monetary, it's like a prize. You get, you get given money if you do a good job as a civil servant. My mother was a civil servant. And they get they get handed these awards and anybody can get an award in the civil service, including uh, somebody got an award to work for my mother who had been caught stealing. So they're basically incentivizing FBI agents to misclassify individuals as domestic violent extremists. Now, you think about that. This is how you've got somebody who committed a misdemeanor somewhere being overcharged and thrown into jail and denied bail into a gulag. Right. Today, there was a case. Julie Kelly was reporting on it from AM Greatness. Uh, Who remembers Officer Sitnik? Remember that? The guy that was laid out in the rotunda and who, who, who reportedly was killed by a MAGA person wielding a, a, a fire extinguisher, I think it was. Laid him out in the rotunda. They charged two individuals with that assault. Found out later, I think he had a heart attack. Didn't, didn't uh, Officer Sitnik have a heart attack? Today, uh, the mainstream media falsely reported that those two individuals ended up pleading to misdemeanors. They ended up pleading to parading in an unauthorized area. And the media is still, the media is still trying to characterize that as that these two men attacked Officer Sitnik. Um, but the government you know, went with a lesser charge. And that's not what happened. 
That should scare you. That should scare you that the U.S. government is overcharging people and falsely accusing them of assault so that they can pump up. That's an example, a real world example of two individuals that were falsely accused of a violent act of being a a DVE and thrown in jail and denied bail for a really long time when they did nothing but trespass. And this is occurring in offices all over this country. We had San Diegans that were that were caught up in the dragnet. I don't know that anything's going to happen here. I would like to see these whistleblowers actually on the phone with 60 Minutes. Hey, uh, we need to come in and do an interview. Think Jane, is Liz Cheney made any comment? Nobody's making a comment on this. Am I overstating this? Am I the, I feel like I'm the only one who cares about this. I feel like I'm the, I feel like I'm the chicken little, the Paul Revere going, hey. Later on, we're going to talk about the fact that uh, the nags, excuse me, the ladies of the view, the alleged ladies of the view were forced to issue an apology today. Uh, upon the threat of a, defam- a defamation lawsuit from Turning Point USA over false accusations of, of Nazis. I suggest to you the the left is always guilty of, of, of what they accuse others of. To me, tell me, you know, I'm not a historian, but am I am I overstating it? That to me, this FBI, what's going on here? They are the brown shirts. This is Nazi level crap going on. And the FBI needs to be burned to the ground, metaphorically speaking, figuratively speaking, needs to be completely, completely gutted, completely gutted. I'm gutted because you know what? This is this is this is about controlling our elections, controlling our entire society. And this is why when I talked about Trump's speech last night, this is why this to me, if you can't. If we can't get a grip on the institutions of all these uh, uh, all these deep state administrative state unelected bureaucrats who were really the ones in charge of this government, if you can't get rid of them, then it's just it's just talking points in a speech to me because they're the ones in control. They're the ones controlling America. They're controlling our elections. They're controlling our future. Because this is meant to suppress everybody. This is meant to keep you at home and keep you and keep you silent and make you shut up. No wonder the guy killed himself. He he was going to come out from uh, six months in jail and have what? Not be able to find a job? Who would hire him? This is what they're trying to do to us. And we can't let it happen. We have to be courageous enough to push back against this. And we need leaders to push back against it. I printed out. I haven't read it all. Trump's uh, America First agenda. They've put out all their policy positions. I'm going to read it deeply. And I'm hoping that I'm going to see something that's going to address this and, and address it in very specific terms. I got to take a break. We come back. We're going to play a couple of clips from uh, Joe Biden today. Sounded almost like he was he was challenging corn pop to a to an arm wrestling match. We're going to share that with you. When we come back. This is the Andrea K show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Ooh, that's a nice little smooth groove. Get me back feeling a little bit good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was all fired up over that deep state. The deep state weasels, that is. By the way, I told y'all that uh, Trump, before I move on from that, he did offer the National Guard. Uh, the chief of police decided instead to go ask Nancy Pelosi whether or not, and the sergeant at arms, whether or not they thought it was a good idea. Hmm. Uh, who's responsible for the violence? Okay. All right. So um, 
So Joe, Joe Biden, <laughs> you know, he comes out today um, and I'm thinking, why is he going to be giving his speech? Who comes out and gives a speech that they're better? It's like, you know, typically what would have happened is he thanked us that we cared. Oh, oh. <laughs> is this April Fool's? Um so typically what would have happened is we would have been hearing from the doctor during the during the time period who would have been updating us and then when it's time to time to go back to work then you know they then then when they're well they go they go back to That's work what Trump did Right. Um, but what it, so I was perplexed at first, not sure what to expect when he came to the microphones today. I certainly wasn't expecting him to basically to have, you know, tried to, you know, rack up a scorecard between him and somebody else on who was sicker over COVID. Um, it was just really a despicable display of a whole lot of lies and gaslighting around COVID, around the vaccine, uh, which is not even a vaccine, and around Trump in a gross display, an attempt to try to distract away from the real crisis we have that the American people know is not COVID. We know that right now the real crisis we have facing this country is the economy. Um, and that's why Biden had to come out today. Although it's interesting, he came out today flashing the aviators, right? Like like he sat and watched, you know, um, a, a marathon of your favorite movie, Top Gun it. Maverick. I'm thinking he did. I'm thinking he came out thinking he was going to look like Maverick or or Hangman, maybe. No, I don't know. I think, he, you know, I think he, I think he looks more like Bob, the backseater. Can we get Hangman for president? Yeah. Do a better job. <laughs> um, so uh, he comes out today and uh, we're just going to play. I'm not going to torture y'all too much, but on a serious tip, we do need to we do need to consider what he had to say today and what the game plan is from the Biden administration and counter with the truth. Skins, please play clip three. Unfortunately, this COVID is still with us as it has been for two and a half years. But our fight against COVID is making a huge difference. What's different now is our ability to protect ourselves from serious illness due to COVID. In fact, that's radically different today than it was just a year ago. COVID isn't gone, but even with cases climbing in this country, COVID deaths are down nearly 90%. And when I took office, that's 90% difference for today and when I took office. (laughs) That's what's new. That's what's new in COVID response. Different from where we were just a year ago. I told you it got good. I, 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 you know what? You know what's not different, Joe, is that it doesn't. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It doesn't matter how much they pumped you up with vitamins or all kinds of whatever. They, you still couldn't get through a couple sentences without sounding like, like cognitive. Tr- troubled cognitive Joe. Okay, I'm trying to be. Ki- I'm trying to be. Yeah, the, your daily dose of non-clarity. I'm trying to be kind to those out there that have family members suffering from dementia. But the reality is, is this dude. This dude is just. He, you know, he's not fit. He's not fit. But in, in regards to a couple of things he said, uh, what's different now is our ability to protect ourselves from serious illness due to COVID. Um, we've always had the ability to do that. We always had the ability to recognize that the the group that was that had the highest mortality rate was seniors, and that had multiple comorbidities comor- mor- and primarily um, uh, uh, obesity. Let's just be honest about it. We've always had the ability to protect ourselves from it becoming more serious with therapeutics that he denied. So, so that's not new. He went on to he went on to say that um, COVID deaths are down nearly ninety percent. Of course they are. 
because that's what happens when it, it when it gets through. It goes through society and those in it, it, it works its way through society. In fact, he even said later on in the speech or maybe it was Fauci last week who said they expected at some point that everybody would come in contact with it and get it at some point. So if everybody's come in contact with it, it's been over two years, pretty much everybody's been exposed to it and you either had no issue with it or a mild issue with it or a serious issue with it. And we've lost Americans from it because that's what happens when we have serious illnesses go through society because you know what? We're mere mortals, right? Um, but where it got really funny. <laughs> and by the way, COVID is here to stay, just like the flu is here to stay. The idea that Americans actually bought into some notion that you could stop COVID from existing, that you could stop a virus and make it go away, was absolutely crazy. Well, and they still say that, too, that it's their mission to get rid of it. Yeah, you can't get rid of a virus. There's no way. It's going to mutate. Um, and which leads me to the other funny uh, quip he had today. Uh, clip two. When my predecessor got COVID, he had to get helicoptered to Walter Reed Medical Center. He was severely ill. Thankfully, he recovered. When I got COVID, I worked from upstairs to the White House and the offices upstairs and uh, for the, that five-day period. The difference is vaccinations, of course, but also three new tools, free to all and widely available. You don't need to be president to get these tools to use for your defense. In fact, the same booster shots, the same at-home tests, the same treatment that I got is available to you. A um, couple things. First of all, um, what is different is the variant. What's going around now is not is more contagious, but it's not near as as um, deadly. Doesn't have near the severity. I have family members, some of which have gotten the shots, some of which haven't gotten the shots. All have gotten it in the past few weeks, various ages, and it was almost exactly the same in everybody who got it, regardless of shot status, regardless of age. Almost exactly the same. Uh, not to mention the fact that Trump proudly got the shot. He believed in the shots and he got the shots, right? Um, but to think that somebody would would make that kind of comment just goes to show you. Just goes to show you. Somebody said, let, let me say it to you this way. Somebody said to me today on a panel on Newsmax this morning, they were shocked that 75% of Democrat voters don't want him to run again. How, how, why are you shocked by that? This man is not beloved. This man did not get 80 million votes. This man is not likable. Nobody likes this man. They're ready to be rid of him. And he just showed the fact that he would mock a president who had a serious illness that could have killed him just goes to show what a dislikable piece of clump of cat litter this man is. And oh, by the way, let me wrap with this in regards to the shots. The VAERS data released last Friday was included this. And this is just what they released to the public. One million, almost one million four hundred thousand adverse reactions, over twenty nine thousand six hundred deaths and over two hundred and forty five thousand serious injuries. And this is just what they're allowing us to know about. Think of it this way for each reaction. Think of it as a cockroach. And, you know, the old saying, if you see a cockroach in your kitchen, there's two hundred in the walls. That's the reality. What Joe Biden did today was try to gaslight the American people to try to shift the conversation away from the economy, to try to use some panic porn, to try to to get the Americans back to where they were in the mindset of 2020 and ignore the fact that it's still six dollars a gallon of gas in San Diego. You still can't afford a home and it's only going to get worse now that the feds have raised the interest rates. And oh, by the way, um, we're also supposed to be distracted from the fact that they're trying to transition everybody's four year old uh, into changing their gender and, and hacking off body parts. To that end, 
We're going to shift gears. We come back. DeSantis made a bold move today in Florida in dealing with uh, the LBGTQ movement. We're going to discuss that with George Carneal. George Carneal, who wrote the book From Queer, Queer to Christ. And he will be with us when we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Did I give you all the good news that we're, we're doing another little giveaway tonight? That's right. This is your last night, I believe, by the you way. You give them to me, right? Uh, <laughs> no, we're going to give them to the fifth caller. This is our last pair of tickets to Faith and Family Night on Saturday night. Padres game, Petco Park, the Padres versus the Minnesota Twins. Are you teasing it or are we doing it? We're, well, we're doing it later, but I'm telling everybody what we're going to give away because not everybody, maybe they, maybe they didn't hear this last night or the night before. So we're going to be giving away later on in the show. Stay tuned for details. We're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to Faith and Family Night, which is this Saturday at Petco Park. Speaking of faith and family, I'm honored to have with us tonight George Carneal, who's author of the book From Queer to Christ, My Journey into Light. And he's a frequent speaker at churches, and he's been on uh, as well as conferences and all kinds of different venues. Obviously, he's got an amazing story to share, which doesn't necessarily translate to everybody else. He was raised by a pastor in the the Bible Belt, where y'all know I am from. And so you also know that I spent a lot of time dealing with these cultural issues that we've got going on in this country and the left's uh, use of the LBGTQ community and movement as a battery ram to change the culture of America. And so I'm excited to have George with us tonight to discuss. Hi, George Carneal. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you, Andrea. Good to be on the show. Thank you. Okay, so where exactly in the Bible Belt did you grow up? I need to know if you're from my neck of the woods. Well, I grew up in Tennessee, and I lived in Florida, and I also lived in Kentucky. And I also lived 29 years in Los Angeles. So. Oh, oh, bless your heart in that right. L.A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you, did you, you evidently have evacuated California um, like so I many. Did. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I, one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on tonight and before the show tonight, um, uh, producer DJ Potato Skins and I were like, you know, this it's gotten to where the LBGTQ movement has just gotten so broad. I almost didn't even know where to start with this. I mean, back in the day, George, it was just really about same sex attraction and same sex marriage. Right. And now we got 27 genders and we got a push to put five year olds, you know, on puberty blockers. My head is spinning. It doesn't seem as though there's any aspect of our lives that's not being um, under push and pressure by this movement and it even includes our churches since tell everybody uh, quickly about your journey and how you see this movement and what you think we can do to deal with it well my background is i am the son of a baptist minister and for me the reason why i wrote the book was to really give christians and just people in general insight into this issue and what it's like to struggle with your same-sex attraction and your faith and just Really, when I went into the life, what God had to do to show me the lies before I could get out of that life after 25 years. And I really want people to understand that what media and the media and Hollywood and the liberal theologians and the LGBT activists, the message that they are giving, it is a lie. They're not being honest about the reality of that life. So while I'm not X-rated in the book, I don't sugarcoat that life. Mm -hmm. But if you want more information, I would just encourage you to read it to get some insight. And I also take those talking points 
uh, that you often hear, and I debunk them with scripture. So if you have loved ones you can, uh, who are in the life and battling this, you can at least have some insight into how to witness to them and help them get out of that life. But as far as the movement is concerned, it's frightening. And even I, who was in the life and, and lived with a drag queen, and I know the drag culture and just everything that comes with that territory, it is overwhelming. It's hard to keep track of it anymore. And thankfully, there are even fair-minded gays and lesbians and drag queens who are mm-hmm. now speaking out. It is absolutely insane what is happening with this um, this movement, this agenda behind the agenda, mm-hmm. using the LGBT uh, community to really push all of this perversion and really to silence parents, take away their power, silence Christians and anyone who is in opposition to this perversion. Uh, it's really overwhelming. You're absolutely right. And that's one of the things that I point out is that so many of the activists behind this movement are not even LBG. They don't even, you know, are, aren't, aren't even one of the alphabet letters that you used here. Because ultimately what, what I see that it's about is like uh, the CRT in schools and the BLM and Antifa movement. I mean, Black Lives Matter is, doesn't, doesn't hide the fact that they're a Marxist to communist organization. This is the cultural Marxist movement to destroy the fabric of the nation. They've got to go younger and younger and younger to recruit more people into it because adults already kind of know where they stand in this right so how are they going to expand the numbers they got to go to kids right and which to me i find particularly disturbing because i was that kid who thought a mistake was made i thought it was a boy trapped in a girl's body and thank god literally that i had parents who ignored it i was allowed to develop this supposed to be about letting kids be who they are george well i'm glad that people let me be me let me grow into the person i was meant to be and we actually have and i'm so glad you wrote this book and you're talking about the faith element because so many people don't even understand that, that that churches have now become corrupted with this. I read today that there is someone named Ms. Penny Cost who's reportedly the first drag queen in the world to become a certified candidate within the United Methodist Church and he currently works as an associate pastor at a place called Hope United Methodist Church. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm just waiting for a priest from the Church of Satan to actually be in the pulpit at a Baptist church, and then I will know it's a wrap for this country. Uh, nothing surprises me anymore, Andrea. It's, there's no fear of God. There's, we're, this is a society of do what you want. Everybody's going to be okay with it, and if not, we will destroy you. It's gotten to the point of even with the church, how apathetic and lukewarm they've become. Mm -hmm. You know, years ago when I was battling this issue and I was rejected for being a homosexual, now that I go into the churches and say, hey, look at what God has done in my life, Mm -hmm. I can't even get into most of the doors because now most of them embrace this agenda. Mm -hmm. It's really frightening, frustrating, aggravating, and if parents only knew what's coming down the pike in terms of what the LGBT activists have planned. Pedophilia Mm -hmm. is on the list, and they are going to eventually push that. They already are doing it, but eventually the goal is is to legalize pedophilia. And if people don't wake up, don't complain one day when men and women, grown men and women, can legally have sex with your children and grandchildren. You better wake up because they're not going to stop. Uh, You're absolutely right. In fact, George Takai, is that how you say his name from... uh... Mm -hmm. 
oh, what's what was the TV Star show? Trek. Help me out. Star Trek. Um, he was upset that that uh, Governor DeSantis came out today. And I actually have a quick clip I want to play in a moment with Governor DeSantis. It, it, something he's going to do in Florida that has to do with children and drag shows. And George Takai came out today and just was blasting. The, and the left the left loved his response to George to, uh, to uh, Governor DeSantis today because he was proud about the fact that he lost his virginity at the age of 13 to an attractive man. So you're absolutely right. And the left heralded his response today. This is absolutely a push for pedophilia. So, George, if you don't mind, I want to play this clip for you and the listeners, okay. because I love what what uh, Governor DeSantis is planning to do, because these taking these kids to drag queen uh, to performances where kids are putting dollar bills into grown men in thongs is this is is just one step away from them having sex with your children. Skins, please play clip seven. Well, first of all, there was a video out of Dallas where they had all these young kids putting money in the underwear of these drag queens at a bar. And that's totally unacceptable. And I said that at the time. Then what happened was a week or two later, there was video from a place that had similar stuff. And then that was identified as being in Florida. So we said, wait a minute, having kids involved in this is wrong. That is not consistent with our law and policy in the state of Florida. And it is a disturbing trend in our society to try to sexualize these young people. That is not the way you look out for our children. You protect children. You do not expose them to things that are inappropriate. So they had this video, uh, and it's identified in Miami, so the uh, Department of Business and Professional Regulation, uh, they started an investigation. They actually had agents going to this place and and conducting effectively just gathering information, look, getting intelligence, seeing what's going on. And what they found was not only were there minors there for some of these, these, and these are sexually explicit drag shows, they actually had a, the bar had a children's menu uh, on their food service. And you think to yourself, you know, give me a break, what's going on? So they looked under Florida law and were able to initiate this uh, procedure that would basically you know, take away the liquor license. Right. So um, I know it was a long clip, but I wanted to play this because, George, I think this we need this across this country, don't we? We need local leaders to be standing up for children and to think that when I heard him describe that there was a children's menu in this bar, that should tell everybody that this plan is something that they want to expand to include children being sexualized in bars. No other bar. Straight bars don't have children going in there with children's menus, do they, George? Exactly. And, you know, if straight men were to do the exact same thing, you know, the outcry from this nation would be unbelievable. But when it's, you know, gay men and dressed in drag and they're doing this, everything's fine. It's so cute. It's fun. But if anyone understands the drag life, if parents understood the reality of what the LGBT life is like, and especially the drag world, how adult oriented it is, uh, sexual content, uh, very foul language, the sex, the drugs and everything that goes with it. This is not a place you take your kids. And it's sickening when I see parents, especially the mothers sitting there laughing that they think it's cute that their daughters and sons 
are putting money in the g-string of a drag queen well yeah same thing as these pride arrested they should just like these pride these pride events where you know um people are taking their children to these pride festivals that are in the streets where people are openly having sex and even doing something called kink and they're taking the children there and so um you know wrap us up george and in the minute that you have uh, you know make a call or or share share what you want to share with the listeners to hopefully wake up those that are, are not already seeing the red flags here and how serious this is i would strongly suggest that when you support people like andrea and others who are willing to have people like me on the show because the mainstream media will not cover our stories because it doesn't fit the narrative but take these interviews and share them and spread the word get the word out and really try to wake people up if there are people who want more information you can go to my website it's george carneal car c-a-r neal and as in Nancy, EAL.com, you'll see a link to my YouTube channel. And there are a lot of resources at the bottom of the website as well that might help parents. But it's important that parents start arming themselves with information Mm -hmm. and start asking their kids what they are learning in school. And if you can get your kids out of the public school system, it is a communist indoctrination center now. It's no longer about ABCs and one, two, threes. It's about teaching these young children about anal and oral sex, masturbation, homosexuality, and transgenderism. And the book is From Queer to Christ, My Journey into the Light. God bless you so much, George Carnell. Thank you for being here. And um, we're going to reach back out to you because we'd like to have you on on a regular basis because I, I, I want to keep this issue at the forefront. That would be fine. Thank you so much. Thank for you, George. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and we got more for you on the other side. So don't go anywhere. This is Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, telling it like it is. There's some days where I've got to give you guys some bad news, and it's just hard. I saved this for the end of the hour. because This is a bad is, news day. This is so bad that I, I, I didn't want to open the show with it. Apparently, we've got a new item that's been added to the endangered list, and it is because of climate change, by the way. And it is reportedly, drumroll. Maybe we should just play the clip. Let's just play the clip. Climate change has brought higher temperatures, extreme weather, and melting ice caps. Soon climate change could show up in your freezer. Popular ice cream flavors now in danger. <laughs> the raw ingredients there are a little harder to grow in a hotter world. It's chocolate chip cookie dough day inside the factory where Ben & Jerry's makes its ice cream. Bite-sized chunks of frozen cookie dough get added, followed by chocolate chips. But climate change is threatening this popular ice cream pint and many others. All of these flavors in the cup are endangered. They are because they've all got cocoa, coffee, vanilla, nuts. All of these ingredients are actually now under... Do not mess with my mocha almond fudge. (laughs) There's no area of our lives. There's not any... It's not even now just food. It's specific food items. I mean, there's nothing that they're not politicizing. Good grief. Leave my desserts alone. What's next? I mean, my favorite candy to, to eat when I'm watching a movie is hot tamales. I have not gone to a movie without a box of hot tamales in my, in my bag since I literally since I was a kid. And, 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 and do I now need to worry about getting my box of hot tamales because of climate change? They may be next. They may be. Yeah, they may be unable able to make them because they'll melt. All right, stay tuned. We're going to be back with you guys. Later on, next hour, we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets uh, to the Padres game. And will Turning Point USA take down the view? Come on back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.